Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to Season 4, Episode 9, holy moly, of The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson, and today, well, it's just me. Today, I will be joined by our guest and co-host who is filling in for Tim, our beloved coroner, Kurt Fuller. We are so excited to have Kurt. We may have another surprise up our sleeve. This is for Episode 9, Sean Takes a Shot in the Dark the one where Sean gets shot. Anyway, it's uh, it's intense. We have a ball. Enjoy. Hi, Kurt. <laughs> Hi. I was told Tim would be here. I was afraid you wouldn't show up if you knew it was just me. So no. I didn't tell you that until just now. But um, Tim uh, had a conflict today. So you're actually my co-host. Oh, my God. I love it. And yeah. if it works out, I'll tell Tim. Okay. <laughs> No worries. He's very sad. He's not here. I know. Yeah, I'm sad. Would you give him my best, please? I will. He just uh, texted and was sending his love and um, his regrets that he can't be here and all of that. So tradition is we at uh, before we get rolling into the podcast, uh, we will say, first off, I will compliment you. These glasses are great, Kurt. Really? Yeah, you look great. They were $12 at the CVS. Love it. These were not. But I love that. I know. Oh, I and, know. If you bought them. <laughs> and, uh, and then I say, Kurt, are you ready to podcast the shit out of it? I am ready to podcast the shit out of this <laughs> show. Absolutely. Do you love that you're co-hosting with me in an episode that you're not in? You know what? I think that's the <laughs> ultimate compliment, that you think that I can carry 50% of this show without even being in the episode. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you're a part of the show, so it doesn't, it, to I'm me, there. it doesn't matter. I felt yes. it. Yeah. I thought it was actually one of my best episodes. Um, uh, <laughs> so. I finished watching it and I thought, man, this was a really great episode, but I can't, something is missing. Like, I just I kept feeling this, like, hole, you know? And, yeah, so anyway. Uh, you had, by the way, a great acting moment in this episode, which I just rewatched today. When he, oh. can I cut to, uh, I don't know how you do things. Are we going minute by minute? I, I want right. to start in, at the beginning and how we know each other, how you got involved okay. with Psych right. and like Forget whatever. Forget that. No. Forget, we'll, we'll, okay. But well, I also then, like compliments. So all what? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the, uh, when he tells you that he loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Your face actually turns red. I can't do that. I can't actually have a physical reaction, and you know, only if I'm not trying. But 
you, uh, I mean, it was great. It was Aww, so great. Thanks. Fantastic acting, really. Hey, thanks, Kurt. I uh, Very good. Yeah, I thought this whole episode was very good. I thought Andy did such a good job writing. I feel yeah. like, you know, he's so good with the comedy and it's there, but this was a very action-packed episode. It was... It was very fast. It was, it was, uh, the music was great. Yeah. Yep. And it had a lot of really, this is why I, I, I think people can watch these shows over and over again. It had so many funny throwaway lines that you may not, you know, you, you, you might not catch until the second or third time you watch, you watch the episode. There was some hilarious, uh, things between, uh, Dulé and James in yeah. this episode. Yeah. I mean, really witty. In the very beginning. I not know. Even, not even goofy witty, just witty witty. There are times I go back and watch these episodes and like, we, you know, you know you're making something fun and special at the time, whatever. But like right. going back and watching and and just the work we've all done since and other shows right. we've been on, like you, it's like a new appreciation for yeah. the level of uh, talent and also writing and directing and, and everything. And the show still stands up. It could be on the, it could be on the air right now. It should be on yeah. the air right now. Reboot, I, I, reboot. I have an itch in my nose. It should, <laughs> it should be on the air right now. Yeah, it should. I mean, really? Yeah. No, I agree. It really, it, I, I agree. That would be, uh, that would be dreamy. Well, um, I, I've moved on, but I know you haven't. <laughs> so I know how much you want the show to still be on. Kurt is on <laughs> Evil, you guys. One of the best shows, I think, on TV. He's so yep. good on it. You're so good in everything, Kurt. Oh, Maggie, stop it. No, uh, you are. You have done so much work. You've been in well, so many different roles and levels and and this show that you're on right now i feel like well it being a network show even though now it is on paramount Paramount plus Plus, yeah but when this premiered i remember thinking like this isn't i mean not to say anything against network it's just very uh edgy and different and a subject matter that we don't really go into that often and uh you're the guy you and katya were I immediately I was like, oh my gosh, of course, of course, Kurt is her confidant. Of course, you were sort of um, the, the chemistry that, that you two have is just it's off the charts. It was so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the rest of the cast you said that uh, on <laughs> Thursday when I see him. Tell it the should kings. be it should be a two hander. It should just be me and Katya. <laughs> You're right. And I've written a couple of sample episodes that way. They won't do them. <laughs> they won't do them. But uh, get the psychos it is on my, that. It's my second most fun job to psych. I will say that. I love that. And it's that. a completely different show. But uh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning my show, Evil, which is on Paramount Plus. Yeah. New, a new season coming, I think, in June, but who knows? Yes. Uh, uh, season four. That's why you're in New York right now. You're filming yeah. season four. Um, yeah. Okay. I want to go back to the beginning. Um, because I don't know that people know. Well, first off, I don't know that people know that we are even that we are as close as we are. Oh, um, right. But how far back our friendship goes, and how you kind of came into Psych when we started connecting all the dots of how right. you could have your own like six degrees of yes of Kurt Fuller. Yes, yes. Um, I could. You know so I many could. people, and so many yeah. people know you. Right. So a long time ago, oh three. Four? 
I moved to the West Side in LA, and uh, I would go to the Starbucks every morning. Right. Shocking on to, Pico, Pico, on Pico, and just below Westwood. Westwood, yes. And just above your street, a veteran. A veteran, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I would see you all the time, and I was a fan. I knew who you were, and I was like, right. oh, my gosh, Aww. that's that's, a, that's careful. I, don't I had no idea who you were. None. <laughs> no, it was like no out of nowhere you showed up. <laughs> um. But there was a guy there who was absolutely in love with you. <laughs> John. John. There was a guy. I would go to the Starbucks every morning. And I even had a seat. It was almost like the Andy Griffith show. I had I had my yeah. own seat where nobody would, would sit in it at a Kurt Starbucks. Held court. It's you held court yeah. at, at well, the Starbucks. Yeah. I don't want to say that, but no. Uh, it was I did. Kurt's giant leather chair. It was I your know. chair. Yeah. The responsibility got too much for me and I had to stop. But <laughs> there was a guy there, John, a sweet guy, but he was gaga, gaga, gaga over you. <laughs> and every time you came in, he would like. <laughs> and then when you would leave, he'd go, he'd, he'd actually walk out. It's Now you couldn't do it. He'd be arrested now. Mm-hmm. But he would walk out and watch you walk home. I'm going to arrest street. him uh, 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 in. Exactly. In, yeah. Yeah. The, the statute of limitations has not uh, <laughs> no. on him. But oh, uh, sweet yeah, John. that's what I, I remember that. I remember, uh, so cut to, um, after not having the courage to, um, come up and introduce myself or say hi. I understand. (laughs) Being so intimidated. I get it. Well, one day I was doing a pilot on CBS, on the CBS Radford lot. And I saw you go into the stage door to the stage next door. What was I I doing? Something with Mary Lou Henner. Oh, with Mary Lou Henner. That's what I called her, Mary Lou Henna, because she edited her hair. Uh, It's called joint custody. We were a divorce couple. Okay, cute. Okay. Yeah, it was cute. I felt felt cool enough that I was working on something that then I could actually come up and say hi to you and you not be like another fan who's like crazy about me, right? Those days were over, but yeah. (laughs) No, they're not. You get stuff (laughs) everywhere. So I I went up and said hello. We talked for a little bit, and then and then every time I went into Starbucks, we would kind of say hi or or talk. And I remember coming in. I don't know if you'll remember this, but I remember coming in one day, and you were in there with uh, Charlotte and Julia, uh, Kurt's daughters. My daughters. Yeah. And you were emotional. You were reading a paper and you were kind of emotional. And I didn't know if I should say anything or, you know, but I turned around and you introduced me to the girls and then said, oh, my wife's book is being reviewed or there was an article in the New York Times. And that was before I knew Jessica. But so I read her book before I even had met her. Um, but you told me to get her book anyway. And I went and I read her book and then we talked about the book and then, which is how to cook your daughter by Jessica Hendra. It's very, very, very well-written, incredible story. She's such a good writer. Incredible story. Yeah. You're an incredible husband. You have an incredible, your family is, it's, it's, I don't want to say, you know, everybody has their great families. Everybody's, everybody's kids are the best. You have an incredible family. You have, Jessica is, um, 
I, 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 I don't know how to describe Jessica is, we kind of call her like the secret weapon. So Kurt and I talk all the time. We talk right. all the time. We do. We talk se- daily. at least three, daily, if not, you know, four times a week, if not daily. Yes. yes. And Jessica, like when we're, when I'm, which is mostly me <laughs> going well, through stuff. Just right now. Life. Just right now. Yeah. yeah. And and we'll be like, I don't, you'll, you, uh, Kurt is, is so uh, wonderful with advice. And so, like you have in my life, I think, given me advice. You have gone out of your way to say things that I think other people may have been afraid to say to me. You are just, you've been a real, like a true, well, wonderful friend. I call you my LA family. Like that's how I talk about you to people. Anyway, Jessica. When we're going through stuff and talking through things out, Jessica will be like, man, I don't know. I don't know what my advice would be on this. If I'm like, oh, I had this thing pop up or this person, blah, 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 or whatever. And we'll be like, Jessica, we need Jessica for this. Like, we need yes. Jessica's advice for this because she's, she's... She's the Maggie whisperer. She's everybody's whisperer. She's everybody's whisperer. And same yeah. with Julia and She Trump. knows. She knows everything. Yeah. Okay, so cut yes. to years later, and we can get more into that too, but years later... I am doing the show Psych, and James Roday and I are Rodriguez are a couple, and we start Either that talking or you about meet, you meet very early in the morning together and go get coffee. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks, yeah, one or the other. Yeah, that's it. That's what we would do. Yeah. We'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing yeah. about eight thirty tomorrow morning? Parking. We're gonna get a I Starbucks." I never see him in a car, but okay. Oh wait, hang on one second. There's a little surprise for you. For who? But we're gonna, and it's your surprise is gonna arrive in a couple of minutes but I want to get to this part. So so R- Rodriguez and I, I, he's telling me about this movie. I don't know how I bring up Kurt Fuller and he's just like, wait, what? You know Kurt Fuller? I know Kurt Fuller. Then we have this like Kurt Fuller love fest. That's when like the seed Aww. I think got planted with you coming on the show. And then oh. I bring James into Starbucks. Right. And then right. everybody, we were one big happy family. <laughs> We were one big happy family. And James and I, years before, I don't even know what year, we did a movie called Replicate. Yes. Which, yes, it was enjoyed by dozens, uh, <laughs> that movie. And, but it wasn't a bad movie, and James was great in it. And I remember thinking, you know, I remember thinking, number one, how handsome James was. Because I'm yeah. always jealous Very of people handsome. with air. Okay? Yeah, I you noticed somebody's a- air... I got to say, you look great. You look great. You look, I think, you look the best you've ever looked in your life, and and the bald is very good. Anyway. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll just pretend you mean it, but uh, I (laughs) I do do have a nice round head. I do. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, uh, we had fun on that movie. He was very funny, and he was very good. And then we all saw each other, and then we would see each other. Yes. In Starbucks. All the time. And then, yeah. what season were you in? What were you, what season were you in of Psych then? I want to say two. Two okay. or three. Because you weren't together. It was right around there because you come in four for the I was, first I season. I started in four. Yeah. yeah. No, we weren't together uh, in the first season. Yeah. Right. So it was probably season two or three. It had to be season two or three. But cut to, I get a call. On my my landline, which is all we had in the in in that day. day. <laughs> That's uh, not true, but okay. 
Right, did we have iPhones? Oh, we I don't did. remember. <laughs> I just, I remember cranking my car in the morning to get us started, but I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't remember my my iPhone. Um, oh, I Maybe know. You yeah, didn't but we have had those, those. Were those gave you a tumor? Those gave you a tumor. They had so much radiation. Those early right. Ones. Yeah. Um, that's true. But he, it's it's James Roday, and I'm thinking, what the hell is he calling me for? You know, leave me alone. I want to be alone. <laughs> and uh, he says, "Hey, we have a part. Just be one episode to be the oh, coroner. Yeah, that's what he said. To be the right. coroner. It was. You one may episode. or may not want to do it, but but I'd really, I'd love it if you would. The thing that sold me, because I had not seen Psych. I'm going to be honest, was that it was in Vancouver, and I love Vancouver." So it wasn't because um, of your love for me or James. Well, and then I was going to finish with, and I love you and I love James. <laughs> but uh, I could see you at Starbucks. I don't have to go to Vancouver to see you. Um, and so I said yes. And I, I went to Vancouver. And everybody, I have never, there's a difference between being a, a regular cast member and being a guest star. As, as you know, but other people may not understand that when, you, when you're a guest star, you're walking into somebody else's house. You don't know what to yeah. touch. You don't know whether to open the refrigerator. You don't know where your room is. Yeah. You don't know if you can sit on the couch or put your feet on the table. But this group of people, hmm. I felt like I was home from the second I walked into the set. I mean, it was such... Hmm. And, and, and remains, in retrospect, such an amazing group of people. And you were so happy to see me. I and was. James, I was so happy to work with you, too. I, well, I, I Like, it was so special. Oh. Uh, and then I, so I did that one episode. And I don't know about the network NBC, but James and uh, Steve Franks and you and, you know, they asked, you asked me back. And then I came back a lot. And are you kidding? I was... feel like Psych became like we we like it rounded the cat. Like your comedy, your character, that was like a little thing we didn't even know we were missing. Then you showed up, and it was like he has to be here all the time. He has to be here all the time. Well, it's one of those. I have to say, usually roles are a fight and a struggle to try yeah. and figure out. This was like falling out of bed. I mean, I didn't think about it for one second. <laughs> I just showed up and started moving my mouth. And then <laughs> words came out. And it was, I never had to think about one thing. Not once. But it was, on the page, it was a funny character. But with you, it became this uh, weird yeah. Uncomfortable, I mean, funny love. Oh, look who came in to make an appearance. What? You can hear him and you'll know. It's Andy. Harvey Keitel. It's Harvey Keitel. Andy. <laughs> One of the most exciting things about a new year is that you have no idea what adventures are in store for you. From new travel experiences to new jobs or picking up new skills, there's no better way to prepare for 2023 than learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. You guys, 
I have I've done a lot of these uh, app language learning apps, and I have to say, just from the user friendly to the actually retaining the the language, like the the exercises they do and everything else, I can't say enough about it. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. That's true, you guys. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. I mean it, you guys. It's great. Right now, get up to 50 5% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash pineapple. That's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash pineapple for up to 55%. Did you hear that? 55% off your subscription. Like sign up right now, you guys. It's such a good deal. Babbel is language for life. <laughs> I, you know what? I was, we, when we were talking, Maggie got me off the, the episode, but I was going to say, people don't realize what a great writer Andy Berman is. Oh, and those are people who this is, this is a weird, have experienced your work. Weird, it's just, weird that you would say that now, and then I don't even want to, I feel this is like really awkward because Maggie said, would you pop on? And I was like, the only reason why I'm popping on is because I, you owe me money and I can't track you down. And I thought... All but you do did. is make appearances and do podcasts and like you're just like oh. very hard to get a hold of now. And so I, it's weird <laughs> you know to confront what? you publicly like this. But and it's not a lot of money to you. I know it isn't. I don't I think you're just it's like not. Don't I don't even know why you're it doesn't mean you know anything what? to you. Why aren't you just giving it back to me? You're so rich. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I've made a couple of personal appearances at your house. I would think that would be payment enough. I came there for dinner. And, That's uh, true. You did. Uh, you did. I didn't. I forgot that I, it, you were charging me for the social stuff. Yeah, and I gave right. you good advice and told you not to put in a pool. That's right. And, and you what didn't do I have? listen to I, me. I didn't listen to you. Wait, why was no. that good advice versus like, wait, was oh. that? Yeah, I don't want to give well, too much away. OK, well, Curtis is like, but he already wait, had a pool. He didn't think I was. He the already pool had guy. a pool. He didn't think I deserved a pool. And he thought you'll <laughs> no. never work in the town again. What you know? I, Number one, I can't you believe you still have that house. I didn't think you could make the payments on it. I really didn't. I can't believe you do. And I have to say, the new pool is better than the old pool. The pool, it's bigger, but, uh, and I, you know, it's great. ask me and how many times I swim in it. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I bet you've never been in it. I've never been in it with other people like that could see me in a Watching. bathing suit. Yeah, yeah I understand. Um, Wait, not even I, my own no. family. You've never been in your own pool? I told my three-year-old daughter the other day, she came out, I was like getting in the pool and I looked up at her and I said, don't you fucking look at me. Don't you, I said, go back in the house. Go back in the house. Andy, I gotta tell you, this episode, which I watched, uh, today I watched it either for the first time or the second time, I don't know. Uh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> but I think when I started doing the show, I started, wa when I'm killed on a show, I stopped watching that show. Okay, I've been killed a lot. Yeah, I stopped watching the show. No, but you're not uh, dead. No one killed you on. No, sight. you did. There was that that episode was so funny. 
Were you mm. listening from the beginning or not? No, I wasn't. I, 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 oh. I, did, I didn't listen from the beginning. But we did were you guys, doing, out, we were oh, giving you, you center stage for your origin story, Kurt. And so I wanted yeah. to right. get our, and then now, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, did you I'm, did you even talk about though, like at the top of it, like what was different about this episode than any other episode? Was that no? We haven't even gotten into this. We're just we're well, just just yeah. the Michael well, Rooker, the Michael Rooker and John yes. Hawks of it all. Like two like I very know. What accomplished are in actors are in the episode at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, remember but, John Hawks? Because you were up for most of this, right? Do you remember yeah, him playing the guitar outside his uh, his trailer all the time when we were sitting out? I don't know, uh, that that day that we had that, like, feature shooting day of all the chase of the car thing at the end, that was, like, feature-level yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. Like, it was great. How did you get the... Were those two... Were they big, big deals then? Yes. Yeah. Both of them, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. both were. Yeah. Rooker was... I mean, he, he was... You know, he did that... Portrait Whatever of Henry, that, a portrait yeah. of Henry, a serial killer. Well, what were they doing yeah. in Psych? What I was to do so <laughs> great because they were, and <laughs> neither of them were at the time known to be like comedy guys. They must have not known you had written it or they wouldn't have never. No, they it. didn't. No. And right. in fact, the entire time, I don't think they knew. Like they thought, yeah, who I was when I was. Now, there. can I, I have to ask you a question because the only thing that I don't like about the script <laughs> not about it's the a little script, late for notes. No, it's a little late what, for notes. Michael well, Rooker, okay. It. Yeah. He was trying, he was trying to be good. He had goodness in him. He had an element of redemption, but we don't know what happened to him. You know, he got shot. Did he get killed? When he got shot, he gets shot and it does he die. Yeah, he well, does. He does. Yeah. Well, uh, I think so we, we didn't, didn't talk about that. Uh -huh. No, I think we did talk about that. I mean, the thing mm. is, they still did do a bad thing. The what? Yes, he did. He did do a bad thing, but... Yeah. You would think that in Psych, during the Blue Skies period, he might have, you know, lived. That's all. True. Well, one brother, why, again, it was why, really a story about two brothers. Are they brothers? In the thing, they're brothers. Huh, who knew? I didn't listen Wait, that closely. Andy, where are you right now? I'm at my little office. Oh, it is. Okay. There, I yeah. couldn't see what's behind. He's, he's behind the grill at Burger King. Are he's in the I'm back trying to office. make these. I got a payment to make at the end of the month. Right? Wait, what money do you owe Andy? He doesn't owe. I don't owe Andy any money. Oh, That's I wanted money. to know all about it. I don't it. owe Andy anything. No. Mm. He Andy owes me. First of all, the reason why he would he would never lend me any money. So that's like, we, if you know anything <laughs> about me and Kurt, like that's already you can't buy into it. There's no right. way if it came to have him. You, how many times have you done this podcast? I haven't. It's been a total, total joy. And I just like, it's the best, right? It's so fun to come yeah, on here and talk about the show. And I know. And it was talk like an opportunity me. to see you. I it's know. fun. We were talking about how how Woody was originally one episode, and then Kurt came in and and and, and gave us this whole other thing that well, was off the page that we decided had to be part of all the episodes. That's just many you know we could, I get that doesn't part. happen that often. That was that was you know pixelated sort of. You were. That you is know. such a great character. And Woody. the other thing people don't realize again. Oh my god about this the cast and everything andy and i we talked probably a week and a half ago or two True. weeks ago and you know we're all still in touch we're all friends we're not like those gray's yeah. anatomy people who hate <laughs> right. each other right we like each other 
Yeah, you know? it's, this it's isn't Seinfeld. This is this is psych, <laughs> and we, we all actually like each other. I and I I think even I was saying I don't know if people know that uh, at the beginning of this. I mean, we haven't even gotten into the synopsis yet, so I hope everybody is like. Um, ready to be on Zoom oh. for a little bit. But um, okay. how close, Kurt, you know, Kurt and I, Andy, Kurt and I talk yeah. all yeah. the time. Like, we yeah. talk oh, all the all time. All the time. Like, yeah. About yeah. I know. everything. You look fantastic, by the way. Can people see you? No. Andy? No, Maggie. Oh, I look no, fantastic? Maggie. Andy. Oh. Yeah. Andy I know Maggie look, look, Maggie, you look great. Look Maggie looks like she's doing like a... Like I know a, a Prell hair commercial. It's like yeah, it's like, it's like first a Zoom of all, I don't know. I'm Prell. sure she You're has. Right. I'm sure she has all the accoutrements, the the egg yeah. and the thing and the, all that. And yeah. I have none of that. I have but a, I would I have say a ring re- light. regardless of the ring light, I mean, it looks like you're being professionally yeah. lit. And but you, she's so your hair looks, looks like, so good. Your hair looks so Shut silky up. and shiny. And it does and healthy. It does. Yeah, it really does. It does. <laughs> it's not just your hair, but that. I like your hair piece, Andy. I like your hair piece. It's not and, bad. The Merkin? <laughs> you can't see my Merkin, can <laughs> you? No, I can't see the Merkin, but I like that you, you have you kept a receding hairline so it doesn't look like you've got a piece <laughs> on, but exactly. you do. I wanted to see. It's like when you get the implants that's just one cup too big. That's right. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do that. I wanted it to seem real. Very good. <laughs> Um, I don't know how I would, I want to just sit and shoot the shit, even though this is one of the biggest episodes of psych. So I, I know, but like, also I, I, I like, I don't even think I can stay on. Oh God. Sort of we're going to lose you. So yeah. You want to throw it? Yeah. Do you have any fun things you want to throw in about the episode before I, I go through well, this? Yeah. I know. And do you I don't want to say that. Like, remember, no, but remember when we were talking about memorabilia, like yes. in another one. And I was like, I have saved all kinds of stuff from the show. I, st- I like, I kept things from the show yeah. and I have little pieces from every episode I did. I've got in a Ziploc baggie, and this is a little controversial, but I've got the slug from the bullet that <gasps> shot Sean. So Shut up. what it was, was that, and again, I know this is controversial, but we used a quarter round, like we used just the thing to make it feel real, but there was right. lots right. of safety on our set, tons and tons of safety. And without any actors around, they shot off that round in order to create the sound right. and right. i have the slug from the the wow. bullet that, that is know. that's a cool one that's super cool <laughs> <laughs> to some people listening you to have this one quarter of a slug okay. and the reason why i'm bringing it up is not for trivia interest it's because because kurt didn't pay me back the money i'm going to be offering this on ebay and i'm just hoping that like it feels authentic now that I've said it publicly that it exists and it's real and that, you know, that I'm going to buy can one of your headshots for 25 cents that are on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be maybe you'll get 10 cents from that. Yeah. The jokes on me it was probably a dollar forty five to make each one of those. Like, <laughs> <at the> time. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, you wrote a great episode. That is a big episode. And uh, I can't the- even believe you shot it. In, did you shoot it in seven days? Yeah, that's the crazy thing, right? We were still Jesus. shot this in seven days, but we had, God, there's cast was so great and it did have a different tone, right? I mean, uh, yeah, James really played all of that so real, yes, like he did. The, <sighs> the stuff in the woods and getting shot and, and yep. like, so you launch it in a really believable way. It feels and really you grounded. Know, the uh, flashback 
linking throughout oh, yeah. the episode, which a lot of times we just have like the flashback and it like you'll get the lesson the by way the it's end. intercut, I thought was fantastic. Very cool. Very cool. Fantastic. Uses yeah. that as a clue later. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It that. was it was sort of like the end of the original Godfather <laughs> with the baptism and then the people getting killed and then back to the back to the same kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. was. Yeah. No, it is. It is. <laughs> it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, Andy, before you came on, we were saying that. We were talking about how yeah, we uh, special of an episode it is and uh, how, um, well, I feel like your comedy was always next level, but to write such an action episode like this that was really intense. And heartfelt, but, too. And heartfelt, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And lots of, uh, you know, we usually don't show a lot of blood. There's like a wound and he's yeah. got the thing and it's like present the whole time. And it's like. You kill it's... somebody who shouldn't have been killed. You, you kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. And I will say that it applies to the writers and also I always say to the actors too. Am I wrong? But one of the special things we just said about the show was that you could do a show that was like for eight seasons, 16 episodes, but rather than getting stuck on something where, of course, we're just doing the same like you could right. do just a complete left turn yep. tonally and like for the actors playing things in scenes that are just different week to week and like, oh, we're doing a Western this week and oh, we're going to do like, and you really like dig in the DP digs yeah. in that way. The director's told you can direct it like a Western, you know, she, we don't have any shots that you need to do, like make it feel like that. And this was Fantastic. like, let's do an exciting, like noir tense, like thing where it's like there was yeah. action and there was the thing like dig into it. It doesn't have to look like every other episode and it doesn't have to sound like every episode. And yeah, that it, would mean it, really, it right for actors and writers yeah. all the time. Yep. Endlessly and the, fun. And the jokes were very smart in this episode, but not, not, not so smart that it was a different show. It was still, you know, in the style of the show, but there were some throwaways that were hilarious. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like oh, it wasn't Andy's super joking. Oh. <laughs> Andy, you've got to go back and rewatch it. I know you didn't know. You, yeah. you I know I didn't know what like, I was going to come, but I should rewatch so it. So good. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's real special. It's real special. Andy, thank you so much for appearing, but it's time to go. Yeah. Kurt just texted me and he was like, you've overstayed. It, you've overstayed. It's my time. And, and then I realized that he texted me and it was 11 minutes ago that he texted you've overstayed. <laughs> but like, I didn't look down on my phone. Wait, yeah. and, and what you're working right now. So what are you working on again? I know what it is, I'm but I want the I'm working on a show called So Help Me Todd. Yeah. Which is, yeah. That's CBS. a good show. Yeah, that's a good show. Kurtz just texts me and he's like, not true. Not a good show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very good show. It's. It's a uh, show on CBS that makes it a real show. It yes. does on well. The central broadcasting it's, system. You're making some. You're making some money. Kurt's <laughs> <laughs> still thing trying to get out of that money. You realize, yeah. Boy, you're yeah. set. There'll you're be. Set. There's. I'll just say it again. There'll never be anything like Psych, and I yep. think we can all say that, right? Whatever project. Yep. I was like, just saying that before you interrupted. I'll yep. say that, and I say that in every room <laughs> I go into when I'm lucky yeah. enough to get in a room. I still say, Psych, you can't ever. Yeah. It's never gonna get. Never gonna be that. Well, don't say nope. that in the so help me Todd room. Don't say I've that. I said it yeah. sure because. Uh -huh. Because we had something great, and that's no, why. I know. So, and that's why it's, it's fun to talk about it, and that's why it's fun to come on here and like re relive it and recap it. I know. Re this should never stop, Maggie. You got to keep doing it. Wait, let me just introduce the episode so you can be okay. here for the intro because okay. it's it's all it's you. Episode nine: Sean takes a shot in the dark. Written by Andy Berman. Yay! Yay. All right. 
Directed by Mel Dam- Very well directed by Mel yes, Damsky. Yes, by Mel Damsky. Yeah. Mel yes. Damsky. Um, yeah. Anybody get the pineapple sighting? Andy? Oh, you didn't watch it, but I didn't do you really remember? I didn't watch it. All right. Devin always gets these. I didn't at all. There's a pineapple on the doormat at Sean's apartment. Um, and here, I'll just read the cold open. Okay, it's 1989. Not the best, not the best one. No, not the no, best that's one. that's not but, the best one. But a doormat's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, it's 1989. Henry coaches young Sean on some survival training skills by shoving him into his trunk and teaching him how to escape. I love the neighbor looking on. It was very funny. Yes, and how With about the... his hairpiece? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and how about the Great Dane? Yeah. Mm. Wasn't that a Great mm. Dane? Didn't we use a Great Dane? Do you remember that, Andy? I don't remember. There's but a if neighbor we did, walking it would, by it. I think it, it was a Great Dane. It would be because Dane. of me if we did. Of course. It's your episode. Cut to present time. Juliet and Lassiter meet Gus at a vehicle storage yard in the middle of the night. Gus, decked out in his finest train set jammies, mentions he received a message from Sean telling him that he'd solved the case and to meet uh, that he'd saw he'd solved the case and to meet him there, but Sean has not shown up yet, and Gus is worried. We then cut back to Sean tied up and stuffed in the trunk of a moving car. Mm. This episode just out of the gates. It's right. it's crazy. Luckily, he remembers the lesson Henry taught him as a child and kicks out the rear light of the vehicle. Through the hole in the trunk, he's able to spot a sign and then attempts to call Gus for help. Oh, Sarah Edmondson, this. Is so funny the Gina yeah. uh, when yeah. he oh oh my god that yeah, was so funny that's who Sean okay. calls from the trunk um, hold on hold on try he attempts to call Gus but accidentally calls a random fling from three years ago she asks if the reason he never called her back was because she'd had two slices of cheesecake at the Cheesecake that's Factory um, but it was actually because she spoke in third person <laughs> that's very funny did you write that Andy or was okay. that. Uh, Sean, the Cheesecake Factory, it? I know, was me because <laughs> I was obsessed with the Cheesecake Factory. Wait, is this like Sex in the City where you like pull from actual dates you've had? And- this was, <laughs> no, no, but I just know that it was always about the portions of the Cheesecake Factory and how great, like, I was obsessed. And I'm becoming re-obsessed with the Cheesecake Factory now. Cheesecake Factory is great. It's obscene. It's amazing. And it's obscene. And what's amazing about it, and this, the, you, I hope they're a sponsor, because who has a menu that's like a phone book, but they can do fish tacos, and they can do crusted Romano chicken, and they can do sushi, and it's all pretty good. Like all the it's different all kinds. Yeah, that's, like, that's one. Does, that's one crowded microwave there in the kitchen. Who can do a yeah. micro, Who can do a hamburger, <laughs> but then also do this? Also do stir fry, and then on like, it's amazing. Yeah. No, I I hear you. And sometimes you can just order one thing because it's so massive. The portions are yeah. so massive. So you can I'm I'm gonna. I'm leaving. No, right. I, okay, I, I actually am leaving. This is, Everyone's this threatening is really, to leave. Mackie I, just, on this. I gotta well, finish I the synopsis. We're you guys. doing an ad for the Cheesecake Factory. It's I love seeing both of your faces so much, and I love t- sharing these stories because I don't know if you if you knew that Sarah story. She was Gina in the episode. No, I didn't. No, and we were old friends, and you can watch her on the Vow. And go, Andy, if you need to go. I love you both, and thanks for letting me pop on and say hello. And I worship you both. You made our day. You all know that as soon as Tim and I are done recording the podcast, we immediately text each other. About new glasses, sure. About our Starbucks orders, obviously. And of course, messages about how much we love each other and our little show called Psych. Did you know that over six billion texts are sent every day, most of those being from Tim and I? (laughs) So our next partner is turning those texts into a business. That's why you've got to check out Keepster. 
Keepster is the only way to easily turn your favorite iPhone texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. From the insane moments in the group chat to silly moments with your partner, now you can finally keep these memories forever with Keepster. This is such a cool idea, you guys. It was like, in a, and such a hit with gifts. It's it's so cool. Okay, how it works is you download the Keepster app onto your computer, choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes, and more, and then Keepster does the rest. Want to add some context to your texts and photos and add more pictures? No problem. Keepster's technology makes it super easy to add additional elements to your Keepster books. Keepster is perfect for birthdays, anniversaries, special occasions, engagements, or just because you know the group chat will love it. And no matter what messaging service you use, whether it's iMessage, SMS, WhatsApp, Line, Hike, or Viber, Keepster works across all of them. Plus, books start at just $12.99. It's so cheap. And it's a super affordable way to create an amazing holiday gift as well. For all of those late gift planners, you can even get a digital copy while you're waiting for the physical books to arrive, which is huge, especially when you're last minute. Like, I can be a lot. This is truly a one-of-a-kind gift that I know my family would love, my real one, and my psych one. We have so many funny one-liners and inside jokes that I know they love to look back on, and it just makes for like a super special gift. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones. Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash pineapple and put in promo code pineapple for 20% off. That's keepster.co slash pineapple and use code pineapple for 20% off. One last time, keepster.co slash pineapple for 20% off. My New Year's resolution this year was one uh, to get more attention. (laughs) I didn't write this. Devin writes these ads. Um, (laughs) Two, drink more water. And three, learn to cook for myself. And luckily, that's where ButcherBox comes in. ButcherBox is the perfect service that delivers you delicious meat straight to your door and takes away the hassle of getting in your car, driving to the grocery store, looking for a parking spot, walking around the grocery store, getting distracted by the seasonal treats, and then forgetting why you went there in the first place. ButcherBox offers you peace of mind. ButcherBox takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. That's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range orange chicken, pork, raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. It's like the first thing I look for in choosing any kind of meat, and ButcherBox does it all for you. Plus, they offer the ultimate convenience. Get just what you want delivered right to your doorstep. Free shipping for the continental U.S. and no surprise fees. Choose from a variety of box plan options from curated to customized and change your plan whenever you want. And of course, ButcherBox has incredible value. Enjoy a range of high-quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at an amazing value. Exclusive member deals so you can save big on your favorite cuts. Recipe inspiration, guides, tips, hacks. Some are even personalized so you can cook up mouth-watering meals. I recently made my first beef bourguignon, and I have to say, it was a little bit of a hit, you guys. I was really proud of it, and I made it with my meat from ButcherBox. I was so proud of that, too. I felt so good about what I was using, and, you know, the ButcherBox quality is just, it's fantastic. Get the New Year bundle for free, plus 10% off when you sign up today. That's a 14-ounce pork tenderloin, two pounds of ground turkey, and four top sirloin steaks free in your first box. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to claim this offer. All right. Anyway. 
Back in the storage yard, Gus is puzzled by the messages and Lassiter finds blood on the ground. That's when all they, they all realize Sean's been shot and kidnapped. Cut to theme song. Gus reveals he called Henry as he storms through the scene, insisting on helping find his son. So Lassiter and Henry team up to decipher Sean's text and track him down, while Gus and Juliet retrace the steps of Sean's latest investigation. Gus flashes back to a memory of how the case started, beginning with Lassie bragging about his new car to McNabb. Gus tells Juliet they were working on the ice cream truck accident. Sean apparently noticed a hole in the gas tank and fresh welding marks on the undercarriage of the overturned truck and believed the truck crashed on purpose and wanted to discover why. Back in the hostage car, Sean observes his gunshot wound, finds a wrench, and opens the trunk. He's so handy. That's when the car mm. begins swiveling and <laughs> jumps out. You would uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say handsy. Oh, sorry. I said handy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <and laughs> okay. Henry and Lazarus sit in their car attempting to decipher Sean's gibberish text. They also argue about their ages. That was cute. Henry attempts to read the text out loud, hoping it triggers something, and jackpot, it does. Back at the station, Juliet and Gus walk down an, uh, another memory lane. Sean and Gus apparently find out who serviced the ice cream truck and spoke to a mechanic at the garage who told them welding is usually used to repair a crack or to reinforce steel. But without looking at the truck in question, he can't say for sure why the bottom had fresh welding. Anyway, Juliet then mentions she wants to interview the mechanic herself. So as she and Gus arrive at the mechanic shop, they find out the man they're looking for just happened to quit. I love when I get to flash my badge, by the way. I just have to throw that in, and I got to in that mechanic shop. You did. Okay. Yeah. Okay, back in the woods. Sean runs away from the mechanic, moving in zigzags, just like his father taught him. The mechanic chases after him as Sean hides, checking his bullet wound again. Henry notices the kicked-out taillight and remembers the same childhood lesson. He knows Sean got himself out and ran into the woods. Back at the station, Juliet realizes the guy they were looking for took a dead man's name, so they don't even have a real name for their suspect. Back to Sean. He slams on a gas station door, begging for help, where he then gets hit on the back of the head by a new suspect. Sean, tied to a chair, regains consciousness as the new guy, Rollins, and the mechanic, McQuarrie, are in the middle of an argument. Oh, um, the, the fake name I do have to throw out is Garth Longmore, who was um, on our camera team for years and years and years and one of our favorite oh, people. Remember okay. Garth? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Rollins is berating McQuarrie for his incompetence at handling Sean. He then orders McQuarrie to kill Sean, but then changes his mind, deciding he might need a hostage instead. Sean takes a look around and sees a metal plate with the same weld mark he saw under the ice cream truck. Uh, he also sees a picture of McQuarrie in a special ops uniform and realizes that McQuarrie is a crack shot. If he had wanted to kill Sean, he would have, but he has a soft side, something Sean can exploit later. In a flashback, we watch as Sean walks up to the ice cream truck from earlier, getting met at gunpoint by the mechanic. That's when the mechanic shoots Sean, but in, in a place that wouldn't kill him. Back at the station, Sean psychically reads the mechanic and asks why he didn't kill him earlier. That's when the guy tells Sean it's time for him to stop talking. Henry and Lassiter run through the forest, and Henry notices a hint. Lassiter claims he's so slow to catch up because he was bit by a tick and has the start yeah, of Lyme that disease. Funny. That was funny. And that Henry has clearly been juicing. Back at Sean's <laughs> apartment, which happens to be an old laundromat, <laughs> it's good, an old laundromat, yeah. Gus and Juliet find a pamphlet from the garage that'll lead them to Sean's location. It must have been what Sean was looking at when he broke the case. Juliet also snoops around, noticing that Abigail is unfortunately still in the picture. She even moved her toothbrush in, her pink toothbrush. 
Hmm. Luckily, Henry and Lassiter have tracked Sean through the woods and arrive at the gas station. But Rollins is able to turn them away by claiming he saw the car drive off in a different direction. Sean, seeing them go, convinces McQuarrie to let him call his girlfriend one last time to tell her that he loves her, since this is the end for him. Sean calls Juliet instead of Abigail and hides clues to his whereabouts in his message. Also, and I love you. McQuarrie, thinking about uh, thinking that Sean is actually saying goodbye to his girlfriend, tells him to tell Juliet, oh, that's already here, that he loves her and hang up. Sean reluctantly does this, and Juliet answers saying, Sean, I think that dot, dot, dot. Sean silences her before she can say any more by saying goodbye, Abigail, and hanging up. Ouch. And Devin writes these. <laughs> Devin wrote, then we all throw up, scream, and cry at the same time. <laughs> 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 I love you, Devin. Juliet is clearly confused. She then calls Lassiter and Henry and tells them about the clues. Uh, go back and wind chimes for your birthday. Henry realizes that Sean's clues must mean he is being held hostage at the station and the mechanic was lying to them. Henry and Lassiter go back to the station only to discover that Sean is gone and the mechanic is dead on the floor. Along with Gus and Juliet, the two race to catch up with Rollins uh, and Sean en route to the uh, armored truck with Sean tied to the back of it. This was so crazy. This chase scene was so crazy. Yeah. Sean is able to break free and jumps onto the hood of Lassiter's car. Rollins grabs his gun and starts firing at the gang, blowing out a tire on Gus's car. I was very impressed with my driving, I have to say. Henry passes Lassiter's sidearm to Sean, who shoots out the radiator of Rollins' pickup truck, causing it to slow down and stopping his uh, abductor immediately. Henry grabs Sean, and Lassiter tells Sean, nice shooting, detective which is cute because Sean says, mm -hmm. did you call me detective? Later, Sean and Gus discuss Sean's conversation with Juliet while he was held hostage. Sean tells Gus that he thinks that Juliet was about to tell Sean that she loved him back. Gus tells Sean that she was probably playing along, but Sean doesn't seem convinced. Uh, that's when he gets a call and hands it to Gus. It's Gina again. Sean says, tell her we're going for cheesecake. Very <laughs> cute. Very I also cute. have to shout out, we shouted out Mel, who just really directed the shit out of this. It was he really did. so good. Um, yeah. James's acting in this um, oh. is next level. I yep. feel like it was so good. He can He's be so good. So yeah. good. Yeah. And like yeah. a totally different, he's like still Sean right. in a totally different scenario. He's just fantastic. Yep. He's yep. just so good. He is. Um, he is. Um, anyway, I've loved this episode. I forgot how fantastic this episode is. It's missing one major thing, and that is Woody. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we sh mm. Woody should have examined the guy who shouldn't have died. The guy who should never have died, Michael Rooker. Right. Yeah, because he was a good guy in, 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 in the guise of a bad guy. Right. Forget about the, the Woody thing, because I don't think this episode could have been any better. Uh -huh. and, I, and I said earlier, you were fantastic. You oh. were great. And also, even when you wave your badge, you know, it's hard to take over a room, especially when you're a little tiny girl, tiny, <laughs> short, skinny, you know, hardly there. And then you just take over the room uh, full of men, big, big old, you know, blue collar looking men. You did it. It's, it's not easy, actually. It's not easy to sell that. Thank you, you were, Kurt. That's it was very, very sweet. good. People don't people don't understand how good you are. Um, that's so nice. Mm, Will you call the true. casting director and producers on the show I just read for and uh, well, tell them that? You're gonna be fine. I'm still I'm still gonna uh, write a show for us. I want 
Yeah. I want us to work together on something. I, I, I could be your father in anything. I love doing a play with you. Yeah, that and you're so coolest. good. You were so good. Our scene, that, that's, that scene Quiet where little you, scene. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. It was good. Yeah, was people good. missed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do another play, Kurt Fuller. I am. I'm going to do a play in Connecticut called uh, Master of Puppets. It's, but that, it's, about, it's about wrestling. It's about uh, professional wrestling. And I'm basically thing. playing Vince McMahon, who, by the way, is coming back. He's back uh, from uh, he he was kicked out of the WWF for was he paying canceled? off. Oh, uh-huh. he was canceled. Yeah, he was canceled. He 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 used he paid off women to a total of seventeen million dollars. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, and he's coming back? Yeah, he's coming back. Sure, it's a man's world. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Oof. Right. Well, you'll be amazing in that role. We'll see. You will. We'll see. I cannot wait to see you in it. I can't wait. Oh. I'd, all right. Weird. We have fan questions, and then oh. I will let you go. Okay, ready? Whatever. I'm not I'm not going, just so you know. I know, but— I'm going to be yeah. here. Okay, well— I'm okay. always here. I'm always here when you, you need me. You are. You guys don't realize this. There are times that I call Kurt that I'm literally— Like, he's on set, and I'll just be like, hey, I need advice on something— Boom. He calls me. You're you're an unbelievable friend. It's a next Thank level you. Oh, kind of you. friend. We're, I love you. I love you, too. Yeah, we're, we're beyond friends. We're, we are absolutely. Yeah. As, we're I beyond always lovers. say that. We're we beyond are all. We're beyond all of it. Way beyond lovers. Yeah. We are. Way, way. Yeah. We, <laughs> we are family. We're family. Exactly. Yeah. It, absolutely. Yeah. We, we family. are family. And I am endlessly and always grateful for oh, our friendship. God bless you. I, it's so rare and so wonderful. Um, okay. So ha- have we heard from any of the fans? Yes. Do you think Jules was actually in love with Sean or was she caught up in the moment? My guess would be the fact that he's shot and we don't know the outcome and the stakes are so high that there is that, you know how we kind of go into that like, uh, it's like a panic. It's, oh my God, what if something happened to him? And I think deep down she does love him and care about him. And so, yeah. It would be the first, I would think, especially this early in the, epi- you know, there's a fourth season out of how many? 11 eight. or something or eight? <laughs> 24. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's still running. We just, mm. uh, <laughs> that would be the first time, you, one of the first times you actually thought you loved him, I would think. That you were always, you liked him, you you have a huge yeah. affinity for him, but you're also a career girl, you're a detective, you've got other things. Would you really be thinking, oh, I love this guy, I want him to be my guy, this in season four? I don't know. I can only yeah. say I don't know, but I think right. I think there is something else going on, and I think that in that moment, it feels like love. And so because you're considering losing him, yeah, that's what I mean. You confront losing him. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're this. It's all of a sudden it went from this person I'm going to see all the time to he's shot. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I better say this thing. Okay. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How did you shoot James's jump jumping um, onto the car scene? I have to. I would have to ask Mel or, or Andy that. I don't actually know, but I do know that we were out on those roads for an entire day. And I know James did a lot of his own stunts. I'm so. sure that when he did it, the cars were moving very slowly. 
yeah. <laughs> and then they the, cut it. They can make that. They can do that. Yeah. The wind was. Yes. Uh, yeah. But he. Yeah. But he. I'm sure he. He jumped. He, they. He no, jumped and it wasn't his stunt double. Well, no. He probably did the jump. They showed him. It's hard to remember because well, they have show been his, his face double. landing in the windshield. Right. Um, right. Oh, I'll ask. I'll ask Andy. Let's see. Okay, this episode is darker than the typical episodes. Is it harder to make these types? I think that it's more challenging. I mean, like it stretches us as a cast and characters, but it's a little more sink your teeth into kind of. I have. I have a question in that regard. Yeah. Lassiter. Okay. He's a real hard ass in this episode. Yeah. Is that? Did his character? I don't remember him being that much of a hard ass as it went on. Did he change or did it alter or did I just miss that? No, he's a we we explore him uh softening around certain things, just like at the right. end when he says like detective, yes, he, he calls yeah. him. Right. But I think throughout, you know, he's annoyed off the top that be, that Henry is there. Because, right. he, well, he's an ex-cop and he's very good at his job, which is a threat. Right. And then I think that, you know, having this personal involvement to what should just, you know, sh- he wants mm-hmm. to handle his case the way they want. I don't know. There are time, There was an episode a couple ago that I was like, why are we so mean? We were so mean to Sean mm. and Gus the whole. And then it sort of came out that we were taking a, uh, we were playing up. We had to hide our involvement in something. So it made sense. With this, okay. I would have to say it would be Lassiter being like, you know, wanting to handle this case on his own and solve right. it on his own, and Henry getting—he was in the very way. good. It was very good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. No, you I'm know. with you. He was really hard on him. Yeah. Okay. Why Oof. did he have to say goodbye, Abigail? Because he said he was calling his girlfriend, and he might have done it to not implicate you, to not use your name in front of this guy. I don't think he did. He he never said his girlfriend's name was Abigail. Or it might have been sort of a subconscious, I just said I love you to Juliet. I'm going to use the word Abigail. I think it's, even though Juliet was already on to taking notes, I think the real, it solidifies that he made this call out of to deliver information oh, about yes. where he might so be. So when he says you're Abigail, you know the whole thing I is, know it's yes. all fake. I got and it. it was all That's for me right. to decipher. Okay. So I That's the I, answer. Okay. That's what I I took I take from that, but okay, how do you ch- shoot chase scenes? It really depends. And it um, takes a long time. And the cars, even though you're it looks like you're driving a lot of times you're on sort of a, a like the the bat, a flatbed and you're being towed. And yep. uh, the cameras are all set up all around you, and it looks like you're driving, but you're not. Yep, you're being towed. You're being pulled. And sometimes yeah. at, like, 10 miles an hour, but when you shoot it, it yes. looks like you're going yes. very, very fast. Yeah. They're very safe about these things. Yes. Um, okay, last question. What was your favorite scene from the episode? Very funny one, and in, in with the boys in the in the, with the mechanic. The funny one, I would say, with the boys and the mechanic. Some of the stuff in the beginning, I'd say the phone call, the Gina scenes were fun. I don't know, everything's great. Do you have a favorite scene, Kurt? Let me answer this question, Maggie. Yeah, I don't. I'm an, I'm I wanted actor. you to, but then there was like a long pause, and yeah. I thought you were waiting for well, me no, to. No, well, yeah, because you've been taking over. Uh, <laughs> but I should answer this one because I'm a professional actor. Yes, correct. So. Uh, you're the only the one on funny the funny one. 
Let me know when I can talk. The funny Iowa, one. I'm kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> the funny one, without a doubt, was uh, when Lassiter was trying to uh, come up with excuses for Henry being faster than him, running through the woods. <laughs> Very funny. That was hilarious. And, and Tim was, his timing was fantastic. Yeah. And the acting one was your face when, when he was telling you all those things and the, the concern and then the actual, you know, the actual real honest emotion that you conveyed when he said, I love you. I thought it was That's fantastic. So sweet. Well, I love the scene in the morgue. Uh, this isn't about me, clearly. I thought it was. And then it turned out <laughs> it was about you. So. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, like every phone call we Andy, ever have, about by Andy the way. Berman. I uh, thought Andy would be a fun surprise for you. I wasn't was. trying to upstage your time. He was. I was completely shocked. And it's so good to see him, too. Yeah, it was cute. I, I texted him a little while ago and said uh, we were doing a pod and he should come yeah, on and surprise you. And absolutely. he was like, what? Yes. Well, this was really fun. This is so fun. I, w- I mean, but Kurt, I don't think you understand. We're going to bug you all the time. Like, we- I mean, this is just the yeah. first of, of many. And you listen, have to come back. I'm in New here. York, often by myself. It's cold. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a lonely old man. So. I like this sweater. What's this This little houndstoothy oh, no, kind of? Shirt. It's a golf shirt. Oh, it's a golf shirt. shirt. Okay. Yeah. Kurt's a um, golfer. Yeah. I, I'm an avid golfer. I'm not a good avid. golfer. You're a great I, I golfer. Golf a yeah, my, my, my I have my shots. I get the um, emoji when I call you and I'm like, hey, where are you? I need you. I need advice. I'm in a total panic. And then I get this, yeah. like, emoji of this guy golfing. Yeah. If I'm, I'm like, on oh, the golf course, God. I ain't calling you back. <laughs> That's just, uh, you know, um, it's, um, it's out of the question. Okay. I'm going to let you have your evening. Je- is Jessica still in New York? She is, yes. Oh, She's cooking dinner. Yeah. Tell her I said thank you for letting us have you. I will. And how much I love her. And um, thank you, Kurt. And let's pray for another psych. Let's pray for another psych movie. Another psych movie, please. I would be there in a New York minute, as I say. Yes, let's do it. This was such a fun episode. Thank you all for uh, joining in our love fest. As always, thanks again for listening to The Psychologists Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. And check out our Patreon for full videos of the episodes and more at patreon.com slash psychologists are in. Only a few more weeks until our first live show at San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 21st. We are so excited. To get tickets, visit Sketchfest, sfsketchfest.com. We will see you next week with our second fan episode. Yay. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.